0: Can you hear me? We can hear you very well, thank you. Okay, good. Well, it may please you to know that I've got 13 pages, (laughs) but it's all in large print, so (laughs) be not alarmed. (laughs) Our Lord, thank you, Lord, for today, for this time, for these people, for your people. For your mercy and your grace. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, it may surprise you to know that I actually originate from Babylon. And actually, perhaps even incredible, though it might seem to be, so also do you. I was born, as were you, brought forth, as were you, in Babylon, and reared also, as were you, in Babylon. Babylonian citizens, birth certificate, identity papers, passport, all stamped, certified Babylonians in truth, belonging organically and naturally to that one kingdom, acquainted with its customs and bound by its laws, practices, systems, and beliefs no different from any other person coming into and onto this planet from the very beginning of time right up until the very end of time itself. For all born here on this earth belong to one kingdom and one kingdom only and inherit one identity and one identity only, that of Babylon and one name only, that of Babylonian. I was actually born in a small provincial town within Babylon, not one of its many capital cities for babylon covers all of that is the whole of the earth north and south east and west a haughty proud and rebellious kingdom steeped in evil and every sort of violence violence And I was of such, and you were of such, even if you don't really think so. Belonging to a kingdom irreversibly, irreconcilable and inimical to the creator God and all that is truly good. England, Indonesia, America, Kenya, Jamaica, Mauritius, Mongolia, China, Ireland, Argentina. Call it what you will, it is both Babylon. With its many different tentacles, writhing, grasping, competing, vying for this bit of rock or that, this resource or that, for influence, power, dominion. But all in reality, while vying with each other, are attached to and emanate from one central, and underlying source. The kingdoms of men are united, not in language and in living, nor in politics, nor in peace, but in the ethos and practices of the ruler and the rulers of this age. Ephesians 6:12 For our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the cosmic powers of this darkness against evil spiritual forces in the heavens fortunately and very, very thankfully, I, as hopefully you, have renounced that fellowship, that worldwide kingdom named Babylon, and have become in Jesus by a new birth, citizens of the kingdom of heaven and sons of and daughters of God, John 1, 12, 13. But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not of natural descent, or of the will of the flesh, or the will of man, but of God. No longer Babylonian, no longer in opposition to our Creator and Redeemer, nor any longer belonging to Babylon in any way, and now diametrically opposed to all things Babylonian? Or could we perhaps say, should be so diametrically opposed? 1 Peter 1, 18, 19. For you know, you were redeemed from your empty way of life. Inherited from your ancestors. Not with perishable things like silver or gold. But with the precious blood of Christ. Like that of an unblemished and spotless lamb. And 1 Peter 1:23-25. Because you have been born again. Not of perishable seed but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. For all flesh is grass and all its glory like a flower of the grass. The grass withers and the flowers fall. We will remain saved, not by pomp, power and splendor or any sort of attainment nor with silver nor with gold the things of this Babylon earth but by the precious blood of a lamb without spot or stain and by the eternally enduring forever Lasting word of our God. But the word of the Lord endures forever. But Babylon Earth and all that it contains, including its citizens, men, women, and children, will wither and perish by that very same word of the Lord. For all flesh, not just some, but all is grass and all its glory like a flower of the grass. The grass withers and the flower falls. Here for a time, but destined for a final and eternal destruction, and by that same irrevocable, unswerving and eternal word of the Lord our God. The kingdom aspirations of Satan that great serpentine octopus whose tentacles grip the whole world in the awful grasp of eternal darkness and rebellious conflict will end. And he with all who attend him will end also in the lake of fire men, women, and children, inclusive. Revelation 20, 11, and 15. Then I saw a great white throne, and one seated on it. Earth and heaven fled from his presence, and no place was found for them. And anyone, whose name was not found written in the book of life, was thrown into the lake of fire. None are innocent and none are saved, except by the word of God and the blood of Jesus. Psalm 49, 7 to 8. They trust in their wealth and boast of their abundant riches. Yet these cannot redeem a person or pay his ransom to God, since the price of redeeming him is too costly one should forever stop trying so that he may live forever and not see the pit but colossians 1 13 14 he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and transformed us into the kingdom of the Son he loves in him We have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. And 1 Corinthians 3.23. And you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. Now God had called Abraham out of Ur of the Chaldees, his particular portion of world Babylon, many centuries before the coming of our Saviour and his distant descendant, our Lord Jesus, in whose blessing we reside and are made alive to God. Genesis 1, 12. The Lord said to Abram, go from your own land, your relatives and your father's house to the land I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who treat you with contempt and all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you and god made of him as promised a great people and a nation in the midst of this world babylon separated to and holy to the lord deuteronomy 7 6 for you are a holy people Belonging to the Lord your God, the Lord has chosen you to be his own possession out of all the peoples on the face of the earth. But Israel, despite the bountiful blessings of God, and the choice and care of God, was never entirely true to God, nor at all consistent It is fidelity to him and his covenant intention and most certain and all powerful promises. Willfully and stubbornly, retaining much of the influence of the spirit of the power of the air, and walking in the ways of rebellious man and under the ordinances. Of Satan. Paul writes to us in Ephesians 2, 1 to 2. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you previously walked according to the ways of this world, according to the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit now working in the disobedient. Easily. And retrospectively, a pronouncement of much particular pertinence to the chosen people of Israel, despite all that God had done, and God declares. In Isaiah 5.4, God says, through Isaiah, So now residents of Jerusalem and men of Judah, Please judge between me and my vineyard. What more could I have done for my vineyard than I did? Why, when I expected a yield of good grapes, did it yield worthless grapes? Now I will tell you what I'm about to do to my vineyard. I will remove its hedge and it will be consumed. I will tear down its wall and it will be trampled. Successive and severe invasions and subjugations and deportations followed. And finally, destruction and scattering throughout the entire compass of the world. Disaster upon disaster, following disobedience upon disobedience suffering, pain and desolation, hard-hearted refusal and rebellion. But in the midst of this rebellious darkness and chaotic confusion, a remnant of faithful men and women always remains. Hezekiah, Daniel, Nehemiah, Amos, Elizabeth, Mary, the mother of our Lord, Nathaniel of the fig tree, Lydia, the seller of purple, the noble Jews of Berea. And by the wisdom and merciful and unending power of our God, still our savior came and now reigns, the one through whom all the nations are indeed blessed. And yet while he reigns and all things are under his authority, Babylon continues its writhing tentacles grasping and gripping, spewing forth ideologies and idolatries, teachings and temptations, abominable practices and platitudes, sleeping potions and false promises, and religions enough to blind the eyes and hearts of men with wars and all wicked deceits until that day comes when will be heard the sounding of the seventh trumpet. Revelation 11, 15, 18. The seventh angel blew his trumpet and there were loud voices in heaven saying, the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. The 24 elders who were seated before God on their thrones fell face downwards and worshipped God, saying, We give thanks, Lord God, the Almighty, who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations were angry, but your wrath has come. The time has come for the dead to be judged and to give the reward to your servants, the prophets, to the saints, and to those who fear your name, both small and great. And the time has come to destroy those who destroy the earth. It will be so, but not yet. Meanwhile, we continue to live surrounded by and in the midst of Babylon, a people chosen and called out of it not to belong to it while yet immersed and existing within it. A spiritual fifth column, scattered throughout all the cities and towns, villages and hamlets of all the nations, living and making a living within them, earning daily bread, And taking part in the ordinariness of that daily life that encircles and encompasses. And through which, by the providence of God, provision is made. Alive to God and established in his kingdom, while alongside, they're physically alive. Yet spiritually unregenerate and dead to God companions. Intrinsically a part of, and yet intrinsically very much apart from. In the midst of that great and broad way that leads to destruction and yet in the very midst of that broad way walking on that singular and narrow way that leads to life and turning neither to the right or to the left isaiah thirty twenty one. and whenever you turn to the right or the left Your ears will hear this command behind you. This is the way. Walk in it. And Psalm 1, verses 1 to 3. How happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked, or stand in the pathway with sinners, or sit in the company of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction and he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside flowing waters that bears its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Hear the voice of the Lord, obey his command. O people of the narrow way, do not walk in the advice of the wicked who surround you. The narrow way in the midst of the broad way, the hard way in the midst of the easy way, the singular voice of the Lord in the midst of the many voices of the world of Babylon. The end of the world will come and whether we are alive or dead to this world, while still being alive to the Lord, we shall know it. The great white throne judgment day will appear and we shall know that too. Satan and all that remains of evil, including many people, Young, old, rich, poor, slave or free, white or black, will be thrown alive into the lake of fire. There is no discrimination in heaven, and nor is there any discrimination in hell. And we know all of this, and that it is most certainly certain by the word of the Lord our God. Awesome. In a way longed for, that Christ will come again, but awful and sorrowful but it is not yet coming ever closer, but not yet, not yet. The mercy of our God still bears with this world, full as it is of the superating foulness of sin. And we, Former citizens of Babylon as we are, but now citizens of the kingdom of God are living testimonies to that extravagant and undeserved mercy brought about for us at the behest of the Father by his only begotten Son, Jesus the lamb without spot or stain, crucified for us before the foundation of the world. It must surely follow that his mercy is open to the other citizens of Babylon also. For we are the living, Evidence of such mercy ourselves. Ezekiel thirty-three eleven. Tell them as I live, this is the declaration of the Lord God. I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that the wicked person should turn from his way and live. Repent, repent of your evil ways. Why will you die, house of Israel? The heart of God does not change. It was his message to them, it was his message to us, and it must be our message to the world around us. John three seventeen. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. The intention of God is clear. The declaration is open to all Not all will, but it must be our intention and declaration too. We cannot, however, truly proclaim Christ believably and authentically to the world around us, unless in the midst of that great and broad way of Babylon, we adhere to tenaciously the narrow and singular path of disciples of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to the truth of the revealed word of God against all else. Remembering also the words of Galatians one eight. But even if we, or an angel of heaven, should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, a curse be on him. Strong words indeed. But now, as then, there are those who pervert the truth and lead others to destruction. Jesus said, You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. Let us then shine. Let us then pray. Let us then seek. Let us then aspire with all and determined diligence to be what Christ has spoken us to be, the light of the world, remembering that we are living witnesses of his willingness to forgive, we have been forgiven. Is enduring mercy, we have been shown mercy and the greatness of his love, for we have received his love. To Timothy 4, one to two. I solemnly charge you before God and Christ Jesus, who is going to judge the living and the dead, and because of his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and teaching, not just when times are good, but consistently our mandate Jude 1 21 23 keep yourselves in the love of God watching waiting expectantly for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ for eternal life have mercy on those who waver save others by snatching them from the fire. Have mercy on others, but with fear, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. Our mission. Mark sixteen, fifteen. Then he said to them, Go into the whole world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Our command, our commission. Baptism marks commitment. And leaving all, they followed him. The narrow path in the midst of the broad way. Babylon is perishing. Men, women, and children. And we are virtually asleep. We need to shake and awake and make good our vows of disciples and our own commitment. And we need to reach out and go into the whole world and preach the gospel to all creation. We need to have mercy on some hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. We need to keep ourselves in the love of God. We need to preach the word in season and out of season. We need to be the light of the world to this world of darkness. We need to be fishers of men we need to be committed to the lord jesus and his gospel of salvation to all men amen